the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. As it is written in Isaiah the prophet, Behold, I send my messenger before thy face, who shall prepare thy way. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his paths straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness, preaching a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins. And there went out to him all the country of Judea and all the people of Jerusalem, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. Now John was clothed with camel's hair and had a leather girdle around his waist, and he ate locusts and wild honey. And he preached, saying, After me comes one who is mightier than I, the thong of whose sandals I am not worthy to stoop down and untie. I have baptized you with water, but he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord. When the security guard finally spoke to him, approached him, Malcolm had been standing in the same spot outside of Legoland in the mall for six hours. Not hanging out in the same spot or wandering around or killing time in that general area, he had been standing, standing in the exact spot, not moving his feet, not frozen, but stopped, barely readjusting his balance or shifting his weight his right hand in his pocket clutching his cell phone, his left hand in his jacket pocket clutching an Apple gift card. Uh, excuse me, sir, the 20-something guard said tentatively. Are you okay? Yes, said Malcolm. Do you need anything? No, thank you. Are you lost? I mean, it seemed an odd thing to ask someone of Malcolm's age, but the guard didn't really know what else to say. Do you know where you are? Yes, I'm at the mall outside Legoland. What brings you to the mall today? Are you doing some Christmas shopping? I was. Have you finished? Didn't you find what you were looking for? No, I stopped. This stopped the guard. He was trying to remember back to his one afternoon in training where they talked about dealing with guests experiencing a mental health crisis. <laughs> He was coming up empty. Keep them talking? Or was that for someone with a concussion? Hmm. Um, he said, uh, would you like to go somewhere? Can I walk you somewhere? Can I walk you to your car? This was the instruction for almost everything. Persuade the problem guests to leave the mall. No, I'm fine. Malcolm looked him in the eye and smiled to prove his point. Well, the guard said, one of our, the sales associates in Legoland said that you've been standing here for a very long time, for hours, and that it seemed to be making people nervous. I don't mean to make people nervous. May I ask you why you're standing here? I just stopped. I was going to the Apple store, and I stopped. 
why did you stop? I was thinking, and I stopped. Uh, may I ask you what you're thinking about? Malcolm hesitated, not wanting to confirm what he was sure was the guard's suspicion. Um, I was thinking about repentance. The guard, having been a regular churchgoer and an enthusiastic youth group attender before he started college, engaged Malcolm on the subject, thinking about repentance in general or about something specific. In general, I guess, or maybe specific, I was thinking about repentance and Christmas, the Christmas story about John the Baptist. The guard jumped at the chance to put his years of Bible verse memorization to use. The beginning of the good news of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, as it was written in the prophet Isaiah. See, I'm sending a messenger ahead of you who will prepare the way for you. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance. Yes, that, Malcolm replied. What does that have to do with Christmas? It's read during Advent in church. The guard was thinking clearly he and this man had gone to different churches. Well, what about the baby Jesus and the donkey and stuff? Malcolm was trying to decide how much to say, whether or not to keep talking to this kid. Yes, prepare the way of the Lord, he said. Make the path straight. John the baptizer appeared in the wilderness proclaiming a baptism of repentance. The guard looked confused. It's read during Advent to encourage people to repent as a way to prepare for the coming of the, of, of the baby Jesus. Oh, the guard says, that makes sense. In a way, Malcolm said, it makes sense culturally as we move toward the winter solstice where the days begin to lengthen and the light is literally coming into the world for a longer and longer time each day, as the cycle of seasons begins again and the calendar turns over to a new year, it makes sense for people to examine the past year and to repent of their misdeeds, missteps and mistakes and bad habits they've slipped into and make some decision or oath or promise or resolution to act differently in the coming year. Now the guard was wondering if he'd taken the right tack talking to this man about religion. Yeah, he repeated, that makes sense. That makes sense only if you don't believe in God, don't believe who Jesus said he was. Malcolm was getting a little animated now, glad to get these things out of his head and talk to someone about them. He let go of the Apple gift card in his pocket and took out his left hand to gesture. He flexed his hand and felt blood flowing into the tips of his fingers. You see, that kind of repentance, the guard interrupted. My minister always said that repentance is in the original Greek literally means stopping and turning around and going in the other direction. Yes, that kind of repentance, Malcolm confirmed. The guard kept going. My minister said that it's not enough to just tell God that you're sorry or admit that you've done something bad. Anyone can do that. But true repentance is about doing things differently, changing. And have you ever done that? Malcolm asked. Yeah, sure, lots of times. Like just a couple weeks ago, you know, I prayed and told Jesus I was sorry for not going to church and then I was going to start going to church again. How's that going? 
I went once, but I'm going to start going again, and I quit smoking. You repented of smoking? Yeah. And you quit? Yeah. Did you quit to prepare for the coming of the Lord? Did you quit for the baby Jesus? Well, not really. Do you think Jesus cares if you smoke? Well, yeah. I don't think Jesus wants me to smoke. I mean, if only for health reasons. <laughs> well, good for you. But that, doesn't, that's, that really can't be what repentance is. It can't be saying you're sorry and redoubling your efforts to be good. That can't be how we're supposed to prepare for the coming of the Lord. The guard felt a little worried. He didn't know exactly why. Was it because he'd spent so much time talking to this man and his boss wouldn't like it? Or was it because he was feeling like maybe he'd gotten something wrong? Well, what do you think repenting to prepare for the coming of the Lord is? I don't know. You don't know, you just know that it's not about saying you're sorry and trying to be good. You just know that it's not what everyone else thinks it is? I don't know. But I think repentance has to be more like stopping. Like stopping in the middle of the mall. No, like stopping, not physically stopping, but that might help, but stopping. Like stopping what you're doing or the way you're thinking. Like trying to stop trying to be better or thinking that you can make yourself into a different person by your own hard work or your own will. Maybe stop thinking you need to be a different person when that baby comes. That you need to change who you are before Jesus gets here. Like realizing something. Like realizing what? Like realizing Jesus is coming, the light is coming into the world to see you. Not an idealized version of you, coming to be among us, to love us, and to give that love to us in a way that spills over into our lives and relationships, the way we think about ourselves, our jobs, the world. What are we supposed to do? Maybe nothing. Maybe repentance isn't really like self-judgment, but more like release. We recognize it. Receive it. Malcolm felt out of breath. The guard felt confused, but not in an unpleasant way. Do you want me to leave, Malcolm said. No, the guard said. We can stay here till close if we want to.